Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, how about some good news Friday? Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023. Republicans demand new probe into Bill and Hillary Clinton after report reveals the FBI shut down the probes into the Clinton crime family to protect them. Whistleblower reveals FBI was concerned about January 6th footage and that it would expose all the FBI agents in the audience. Oh, how convenient. And newly elected Florida State Representative Ryan Chamberlain joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. If you think that in this current time period, you are starting to find out a little bit, just a scintilla, just a little bit of a revelation of how corrupt your government is, man, you got something else coming because they are way worse than you can possibly imagine. And the way that they run our monetary system and your savings is very, very bad. That is why a lot of smart countries are investing in gold, including what this country used to do. This country, all the way up to the 1970s, had all of its currency backed by gold. It's what made our currency valuable. They decided to get rid of that so they can print money eternally. But gold still has its value even while the American dollar slips. That's why you should trust my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver if you prefer to have it delivered securely right to you so you can hold it in your hot little hand like I do. I'm not saying that I spend my nights sitting around on my porch looking at my gold like I'm Gollum, but maybe sometimes I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Allegiance Gold. You can get $5,000 in free silver and qualifying purchase with protectwithbenny.com. Protectwithbenny.com. Go there today or give them a ring at 844-790-9191. Okay, something that is pure gold is the Republican Party bringing forward new charges against the Clinton crime family. Ladies and gentlemen, this according to an exclusive from the Daily Mail. The Clintons in the crosshairs again. Republicans demand new probe into Bill and Hillary Clinton after report reveals FBI top brass shut down four criminal investigations. Count them. One, two, three, four, including millions and millions of dollars in foreign donation and speaker fees flooding into their coffers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is of course a bombshell story. Why is it always why does it always end like why does it always end like this? Right? For these politicians. Why does it always turn into this for individuals like Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton, where the most evil regimes around the planet funnel and fund them in order to curry favors with our American government? Doesn't this expose the entire game here? Isn't this like actually the point? The point is that the FBI and the federal law enforcement agencies, they protect not truth, justice, or the American way. They protect institutional power. That's what John Durham proved. Now, you almost, yeah, I don't feel bad for Peter Strzok or Lisa Page. You can watch Peter Strzok. The guy's clearly demon-possessed. But you almost kind of feel bad for these people in this way, in this way. And I know Media Matters is watching this. Clip this part. How about this? You feel bad for them because they're like caught inside of a mafia game where you better kiss the ring. And if you don't kiss the ring, you'll be destroyed. And so Peter Strzok was betting, having read the polls in 2016, having read all the corrupt corporate press, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, they were betting 
that Hillary Clinton was going to win. And uh, hey, listen, man, it's, it's hard to really blame him if you looked at the polls at the time. Now, maybe some of you were like, saw it very clearly, but I got to tell you, even I like was reading the headlines and looking at the polls up to the 2016 election, and I was shocked, and I was at Trump's victory party in Manhattan in 2016 on November 4th. I was there. I was physically in the room. One of the great honors and fascinating moments of my entire life, I will remember it to the day I die. Nobody, including Donald Trump, was planning on him winning the election that, that night. And when he came down that staircase at 2 a.m., I was standing right there and I was shocked. Ladies and gentlemen, the people at the FBI were like, there's no chance that Donald Trump's going to win. We might as well start serving Hillary now, the queen, before she gets to the throne and do away with the stuff she wants us to do away with, investigate the trash that she shoves in our direction, and we better do it full bore. There's an article from The Free Press this morning that I thought was absolutely spectacular by Eli Lake. The FBI didn't persecute Hillary, it protected her. This article is an absolutely spectacular breakdown of what John Durham found in the FBI's protection of Hillary Clinton. And that's where we have to start, effectively. We have to start with what did the FBI know and how did they behave, all right? At the time, the Bureau was looking into Donald Trump's campaign ties to Russia, as well as Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server when she was Secretary of State. In July 2016, FBI Director James Comey announced no charges would be brought against the Democrat nominee. Then 11 days before the election, in light of new information, Anthony Weiner's laptop with a file that said, uh, suit, like, that said life insurance on it. What does that mean? Can we ask those questions? I need to, I need to do an entire, we need to do an entire series on this. There was a file on Anthony Weiner's laptop that said life insurance. And of course, Anthony Weiner was married to Huma Abedin, who's the number, who's like number two in Clinton world, was like Hillary Clinton's little fluffer or whatever, whatever she actually did for Hillary Clinton. No, nobody is quite sure. Don't ask too many questions there. But what, what exactly did life insurance file mean? We're not sure. We don't know. But because they found that laptop, because they found that laptop, they had to reopen the investigation in Hillary Clinton. To this day, Democrats remain convinced that Comey's last second announcement, which we can all agree was ham-handed, uh, cast a pall over the campaign, tipping the scales in favor of the Republican nominee. That's a neat story, but it's only half of it. What John Durham uncovered is that if anything, the FBI leadership bent over backwards to protect Hillary Clinton's campaign while launching a full investigation in the Trump campaign on the thinnest of possible pretexts, on zero evidence. In other words, the FBI is not really the Clinton campaign prosecutor, it was the protector of the Clinton campaign. The speed and manner in which the FBI opened the investigation crossfire hurricane during the presidential election season based on raw, unanalyzed, and uncorroborated intelligence, the Durham report reads, uh, reflected the noticeable departure from how the approach prior matters involving possible attempted foreign election interference plans aimed at the Clinton campaign. Oh, what does that mean, John Durham? Reading to you directly from the Durham report. The Durham report notes that in early 2016, a confidential FBI source arranged a sizable donation to the Clinton campaign's financing from a foreign country, meaning that one of the FBI's own sources was planning on giving a huge ton of money to the Clintons based on a campaign contribution from a foreign nation. What is that nation? Probably China or Russia. The FBI, instead of briefing, uh, instead of investigating this, they briefed Hillary Clinton on it, and then they warned that person to stay away from the Hillary Clinton campaign because it would hurt her, because this is obviously illegal. You cannot do this. Foreign governments cannot interfere in our elections, quote unquote. They cannot donate to presidential campaigns. 
In one separate occasion, the report points out that the FBI agents strongly suspected another foreign government of planning to contribute to Clinton's campaign, hoping to curry favor with Hillary Clinton. But the FBI field office requested a sign-off on a surveillance warrant application for a non-U.S. citizen suspecting of having been in contact with Clinton headquarters demurred. They were tiptoeing around Hillary Clinton because they thought she would be the next president, an official told Durham. You see that there? Boom. Right there in the article. They are tiptoeing around Hillary Clinton because they thought she'd be the next president. Possibly the most egregious example of special treatment by the FBI's probe was the Clinton Foundation charitable organization that raised money from foreign governments, even when Hillary Clinton was senator and later secretary of state. By the beginning of 2016, three FBI field offices were investigating the Clinton Foundation. Did you know this? Do you know that one of those FBI field offices is in Arkansas? That's because the Hillary Clinton Foundation has a huge office building in Arkansas. The, the, the Clinton Foundation operates out of Arkansas. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, baby. Why isn't Sarah Huckabee Sanders ordering an investigation into the Clinton family? Why isn't a district attorney in Little Rock who actually had to fight a Soros-backed attorney and one, this guy is right wing. Why aren't they opening up investigations in the Clintons? These are questions we need to start asking. So what happened here? Uh, the Bureau effectively took all of the investigations into the Clinton Foundation. There were three of them, three of them, and instructed them to not open any overt investigative steps that would require sign off from Andrew McCabe. In May of 2016, a Comey aide called the New York field office where they had consolidated all of the investigations in the Clinton Foundation and asked the investigation to cease and desist, citing an undisclosed counterintelligence concern, which would mean, which would have effectively meant you would be exposing the candidate for president that we want to be the president as a uh, fraudulent foreign apparatchik, exactly what they're doing to Joe Biden right now. Hillary Clinton is someone who has been bought and paid for by the governments of Saudi Arabia, Russia, China. And they do that through absorbent speaking fees, through massive donations, through quid pro quos. And the Clinton Global Foundation was, of course, the Epstein linked foundation. Jeffrey Epstein managing some of the principal there. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein doing trips around the world with Bill Clinton in his private plane for the Clinton Global Initiative. They didn't want to open up that can of worms for the person they wanted to be president, and they thought that Hillary Clinton was such a shoe-in that they better not dare touch the operation that she had, which was far more sophisticated than what the Bidens had, uh, in order to launder foreign cash into the Clinton bank accounts and use that as a piggy bank. So then they shut down the investigation without issuing any subpoenas, effectively ending the probe. So this was what the FBI did to Hillary Clinton. Meanwhile, as, as soon as they got a scintilla of evidence... And there is no actual evidence. All they had was rumor that the Russian government was holding something over Donald Trump's head. They opened up a full investigation. Not a preliminary investigation. A full investigation. With the full powers of the federal government. And they did not do any defensive briefings. They did defensive briefings, multiple defensive briefings for Hillary Clinton. They did not do any defensive briefings for Donald Trump. Defensive briefing is like, hey, yo, this person like is caught up, George Papadopoulos or someone is caught up. Like we think that they might be communicating with the Russians. That would be bad for you. This is something that you should consider when you're talking to this person. We're spying on them effectively. 
They did that for Hillary. They didn't do it for Trump. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's how we get here to this date when the Hillary Clinton campaign manager, Robbie Mook, walked onto the set after the DNC convention and looked Jake Tapper in the eyeball and said, hey, uh, we think that Donald Trump is working with Russia. This is the date. This is the exact set date and time when Russia collusion lie started. And the FBI not only supported it, even though they knew, according to the Durham report, that Hillary Clinton was running this as an op against Trump. They, they knew that this was a lie. The FBI not only supported it, but acted as Hillary Clinton's personal police force to manufacture and to merchandise this lie. We've actually hunted down the very moment that Russian collusion was first posited to the corporate press. This beginning a four year long witch hunt against Trump, all predicated on a lie and enforced by federal law enforcement. So I have to ask, what is the reaction of the Clinton campaign to these DNC leaked emails suggesting that top officials, including the CFO there, were actively discussing ways to, to hurt Bernie Sanders in the primaries? Well, I think the DNC needs to look into this and take uh, appropriate action, and I'm sure that they will. What's disturbing to us is that we uh, experts are telling us that uh, Russian state actors broke into the DNC, stole these emails, and uh, other experts are now saying that they are... The the Russians are releasing these emails for the purpose of actually helping Donald Trump. I don't think it's coincidental that these emails were released uh, on the eve of our convention here. And and that's disturbing. Uh, and I think we need to be concerned about that. I think we need to be concerned that we also saw uh, at last week at the Republican convention that Trump and his allies made changes to the Republican platform uh, uh, to make it more pro-Russian. And, and we saw him talking about how NATO shouldn't intervene to defend, necessarily should intervene to defend our Eastern European allies if they're attacked by Russia. So I think when you put all this together, it's a, it's a disturbing picture. And I think voters need to reflect on that. Really important to go back in history and to see how they did this. It's really important. Everyone else has moved on from the Durham report, okay? And there's a lot of people that are very critical of this report. And I can understand that. He didn't suggest any further prosecutions. Well, that's because the jury system in America is broken. The jury system in America is apparently going to put Donald Trump in jail for jaywalking in New York, Alan Bragg. But John Durham, who has demonstrable evidence of guilt, of lying to our federal government, which is all this is, lying to the federal government. Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Igor Dranchenko, all the demonstrable evidence he presents to these juries in Washington, D.C., and they let these people go. He did it twice. Michael Sussman, Igor Dranchenko. And he was able to get, they were, they were acquitted. By juries. Why? Because of the mind virus. Because leftists live inside of such a hermetically sealed bubble. And they live inside of such a bizarro world without facts and reality. Tied to any facts and reality. That there is no such thing as justice anymore. Don't travel to liberal cities. Don't travel to blue areas of the country. I'm telling you. I'm going to stop doing it. Because if, God forbid, you're on a subway car. Or, again, if you spit out your gum into the wrong vestibule then you will be prosecuted if they can find out that you are the wrong skin color or the wrong political affiliation. These people don't function in reality any longer. That's why John Durham didn't bring any further prosecutions. And also because he was limited in his scope by Bill Barr. 
who's another nefarious actor in all of this. But nonetheless, John Durham does go back and look at the origins of the launch of the Russia collusion narrative. Now, Jake Tapper, having heard what Robbie Mook just said, goes, wait a second, what evidence do you have that Donald Trump's working with the Russians? Listen to this. What evidence is there that the Russians were behind this in terms of the hacking or in terms of the timing by WikiLeaks? Well, I, I, we need to let the experts speak on this. It's been reported on in the press uh, that the that the hackers that got into the DNC are very likely to be uh, working in coordination uh, with Russia. And again, I, I think it's if the Russians, in fact, had these emails again, I don't think it's very coincidental that they're being released at this time to 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 create maximum damage uh, on Hillary Clinton and to help Donald Trump. But it's a very, very strong charge that you're leveling here. <clears throat> you're basically suggesting that Russians hacked into the DNC and now are releasing these files through WikiLeaks to help elect Donald Trump. Well, this isn't my assertion. Uh, there are a number of experts that are asserting this. I think we need to get to the bottom of these facts. But that that is what experts are telling us. Experts have said that it is the Russians that, in fact, went in and took these emails. And and then if 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 they are the ones who took them, we have to infer that they are the ones then then releasing them. Filthy, filthy people. These are dirty, dirty people. And doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't it sound so familiar? The experts say 51 intelligence experts came together. It's the same effing playbook every time. 51 intelligence experts said that Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. How many times do we fall for this? How broken is our system? How corrupt is our government? How fake is this clown world that we live in, this culture that we call America? How fake is this all? Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's, it's, it's bewildering. And man, if you go through the way that our incredible uh, executive producers at the show have done and gone through and put the breadcrumbs together, you'll realize they just did the Hillary Clinton, the entire Russia collusion thing. They did it again with Biden. So you can recall on stage, Joe Biden goes, hey. When Donald Trump brings up the laptop, Joe Biden goes, hey, there's a bunch of, oh, come on, man, here's a bunch of special guys. They got some badges and the CIA and they said, this is malarkey. Hey. And this is exactly what Hillary Clinton said. She did the same thing. They lean on the intelligence agencies because they believe that the intelligence agencies still have some type of faith and credit of the American people. And since they control them, they can get the result that they want. Watch. 17, 17 intelligence agencies, civilian and military, who have all concluded that these espionage attacks, these cyber attacks come from the highest levels of the Kremlin, and they are designed to influence our election. I find that deeply disturbing, and I think it's She China. has no idea whether it's Russia, China, or anybody else. I am else. not quoting myself. She has no myself. idea. I am quoting Hillary, you have no idea. 17 intelligence. Do you doubt 17 our, our country has no idea. agencies? Well, yeah, I doubt, rather it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Vladimir Putin 
than the military and civilian intelligence professionals who are sworn to protect us. I find that just so, absolutely right. She doesn't right. like Mr. Putin because Putin Mr. has outsmarted her at every Mr. step Trump, of the way. I, I, Excuse I, me. Mr. Putin has Mr. outsmarted Mr. her in Mr. Syria. Trump, He's outsmarted her here. 17, 17 intelligence agencies. Now, one, that is a bold-faced lie. That has been disproven time and time again. There were not 17 intelligence agencies. And, oh, by the way, why would Hillary Clinton know that information? She wasn't serving in any uh, public office at the time. She should have had her security clearance stripped a long time ago. That seems like collusion from our intelligence agency. But if you were to ask that at the time, it would seem bewildering. This is how far we have reached terminal velocity in the destruction of institutions in our country. These people are evil. They're vicious and they will destroy justice itself. They will destroy the agencies whose task it is to keep all of us safe. And you could argue if they've ever performed those tasks. And that's a good argument. It's a good question. But they will rot. They will rot them to the core for power. They will keep Dianne Feinstein, who is a corpse in a wheelchair, rolling around the halls of the Senate for power. They will put a mentally handicapped man in office representing Pennsylvania for power. And they will put a man with full-blown dementia who would be resigned to the rec room of the nursing home during applesauce hour. Joe Biden, they'll put him in the Oval Office. They'll do anything to maintain that power because they are vicious, atheistic, humanistic individuals who see nothing but power on this earth. They fancy themselves gods, just like the old people of Babylon. And so they must control the Tower of Babel. In case you're wondering what our modern day Tower of Babel looks like, and if it rhymes a little bit with what Hillary Clinton just said, here, watch Joe Biden from his presidential debate with Donald Trump. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Look, Very cool. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care for five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except of his and his good friend, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Come on, man. Hey, you know, Trump did in Rudy Giuliani. Hey, they got together and come on, man. CIA is on my side. How much these people can truly rot a system. Now they are looking to open up the Hillary Clinton investigations once more. I am not a, uh, I do not t make it a um, regular thing that I do on this program to criticize Donald Trump. Now I'll tell you this, I'll tell you why. Um, one, because I think that he's one of the greatest presidents or arguably the greatest president of my lifetime based on his accomplishments. But number two, because so many other shows just literally make that their entire, that's the entire edifice of their show, right? The entire soul of their show. There is, go turn on to MSNBC right now. Donald Trump currently doesn't hold office. And even when Donald Trump hadn't even announced for president yet, all programming was just about Donald Trump. It is utterly saturated. But I will state this. 
in just a in just the slightest possible criticism of Donald Trump. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he should have followed through on this promise. It is one of the most quotable, if not arguably the most viral moment in American political history, inarguably. And this is a promise that should have been followed through on. And I know why he didn't. And I'll tell you about it in just a second. Watch. Is uh, It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> Because you'd be in jail. Because you'd be in jail. You can walk into any, I, you know, give speeches around the country. You can walk into any uh, room of conservatives, 500 people in Michigan or 1,000 people in the villages here in Florida, and you can say, because you'd be in jail. And everyone knows it. Everyone knows that line. Everyone knows that line. You can put it on a T-shirt, and everyone would know what you're talking about. No other contact. No injury. Because you'd be in jail. Donald Trump did not make good on that promise. Republicans, when they had full control of the House and the Senate, did not investigate Hillary Clinton. They did not continue these investigations. They did not set up a special counsel to investigate Hillary that was outside of the political bounds, which is what they should have done, and then set up a special counsel to investigate Joe Biden before he ran for president. That's what should have happened. These people are criminals, and if they were innocent, then a special counsel would have exonerated them, and I probably wouldn't be doing the show right now, but they'd be in prison. That's how you actually get them in jail. You have will to power. The will to power is the will to turn over every rock. The best part about being a Trump supporter is that you can sit there and say, you know, this man has seen the sharp end of every investigative spear that exists in our society. And he has come out unscathed, multiple impeachments, a special counsel that went on for years, the entire deep state colluding against him, as has been evidenced by the Durham report. And you know what? Donald Trump walks free to this very day. FBI raids on his house, so on and so forth. There's a new special counsel. There's another special counsel looking into Joe Biden's classified documents. I expect both of those to go nowhere. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. You can sit there and affirmatively say that he is the most acquitted president in American history. But what about Hillary? What about Bill? What about Joe? Why do they scream and fight so hard? Why do they push back so hard on these narratives that these individuals are corrupt? Well, because they are. And because just the, the slightest scratch in the surface, just take a penny and go to that lotto ticket, the slightest scratch in the surface would reveal and is revealing such undeniable, demonstrable evidence of their corruption. There are real people with real balls in their shorts and real iron in their spine, gunpowder in their gut, in the Senate, like Josh Hawley, who's calling for a new investigation into the Clintons. People must be held accountable, otherwise we don't have justice in this country. Go. What are we going to do now? Are we going to do another report, Senator? There needs to be a lot more than reports, Jesse. People need to be prosecuted for this. The Clinton campaign and Hillary Clinton herself, is it any coincidence that she is tweeting about collusion at exactly the same time her campaign operatives are feeding this BS to the FBI? I don't think so. There needs to be consequences for her and also for the FBI. FBI leadership has clearly got to be changed. And Jesse, I'm of the mind we need to end the FBI as we know it. It needs to be broken up. I mean, clearly it has become corrupt. God, what a beautiful, beautiful statement there. Thank you, Josh Hawley. Thank you, man. So based, this is the way 
All right, and it, it's it's. I'm going to do an entire documentary. We're going to record it this afternoon. I'm going to do an entire documentary on why the FBI needs to be dissolved and reconstituted. Okay, and it's pretty simple. There shouldn't be a presidential police force. Now, I would argue that because uh, you know, like, listen, I I want a Republican to be president for the rest of my life. I will fight tooth and nail for the Republican for for a Republican to become president. For somebody with my value system to become president. For me, for the sake of my children, for the sake of your children. But even the Republican president shouldn't have police powers. That's not constitutional, yo. Go read the founding documents. That is antithetical to the Constitution. Now, they have power over the military. They're the commander-in-chief. But the presidency has always been a hyper-political office. The last person who wasn't political in the office of the presidency was George Washington. And he was the commander of the armed forces. Ever since then, it literally, literally, as soon as George Washington stepped aside, it became this vicious political battle. And ever since the presidency got police powers 120 years ago, in the late 1800s, when the FBI started to like sort of form and metastasize out of the Secret Service, that's where the FBI comes from. The head of the Secret Service saying, yo, hey, Teddy Roosevelt, we need to uh, be able to arrest people. I need some more officers, you see. And I can like, take care of the uh, little problems that you have, like Marxists inside of trade unions. That's what it was at the time. And that's what the FBI went and did. They went and they were immediately politicized in their law enforcement. And you know what? Throughout the course of history, the FBI has protected left-wing politicians. It's protected right-wing politicians. What I'm arguing for here would absolutely take, it would defang some of the uh investigative and justice powers of a Republican president, for instance. But I argue for it nonetheless, because the FBI has proven time and time again that it can be weaponized in order to protect institutional power, whether that institutional power is right wing, seeing MLK as a threat and sending him a suicide letter, recording his orgies. That's what the, that's what the FBI did to MLK. Sorry, that hurts like the little glistening monuments they put on the National Mall. But that's the reality. MLK was a serial philanderer. Um... Uh, and some would argue abusive to his wife. But nonetheless, the FBI should not have been spying on an American citizen just for vicious political reasons. And then they sent him a suicide letter along with a tape that included recordings of some of his, uh, let's just say, unmentionable activities. Um, what does that sound like? Sounds like Soviet Union to me. And that shouldn't happen, period. It should not happen. The FBI admits that they did this stuff. The FBI has been super hard right wing, super hard left wing. It should be zero wing. It should be dissolved and reconstituted, probably under some type of non uh, some some type of non political committee or commission appointed by both chambers of Congress and both houses. That would be my suggestion. But Josh Hawley hitting the nail on the head there. Yes, prosecute the Clintons for this tweet, which is still up, by the way. This tweet from Hillary Clinton, computer scientists have uncovered a covert, they always use this uh, this language, uncovered, apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russia-based bank. This is called the Alpha Bank scandal. This is a complete and total fabrication and a lie. It still exists to this day, October 31st, 2016. This was sent a week before the election. 13,000 retweets, 18,000 likes. Hillary Clinton is lying and should be in jail. Period. Hillary Clinton is lying and should be in jail. According to the Durham report, the plan by Hillary Clinton to create a false story linking Donald Trump to Russia was briefed in 
August of 2016 by CIA director John Brennan to Barack Obama and Joe Biden and Loretta Lynch and FBI director Comey, and they all went along with it. That's the biggest problem here. They all went along with it, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody said, hey, hold up. Everyone, so whenever you see Barack Obama on TV, whenever you see Joe Biden on TV, whenever you see James Comey, although that guy's like banished to Epstein's Island at this point. I saw some photos of him. He has some long beard now and some like scraggly hair. It's looking really, really gross looking James Comey. Like the, 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 the time has not been gentle or kind to James to James Comey. But that's what happens when you have an evil warped soul. You actually you end up dying inside before your physical body dies. It's really sad. When you see them, know this, that they were briefed that this was all a lie and they went with it anyway. They did it for power. They lied to you for power. And that remains the same during COVID. That remains the same during uh, the Kennedy assassination. That remains the same during Watergate. They will consistently and forever lie to you for power. This guy right here, I got the photo. This man was in charge of your federal law enforcement. Is this the person that you want making the decisions as to what is law and order and justice in your country? Uh, home homeless Gandalf. I don't know what like what what is what it you know what what is this like book bookstore bookstore owner inside of Hogwarts uh, who you know has it has to have an ankle monitor um, because he sold Harry Potter too many wands. I don't know what this guy is like. No, the answer is no. People are fallible. These people are evil. And we're going to get into uh, exactly what Republicans are going to do to Hillary Clinton now. Because boy, oh boy, it's going to be awesome. But first, ladies and gentlemen, with all the breaking news and with all of the news that is coming next week, there are going to be three or four people that announce they're running for president next week. Mark my words, three or four. Three or four will announce their presidential uh, uh, run next week. We are in for it. It's going to be a hell of a time. You need to stay connected. You need to stay connected with us. You need to watch the show. You need to have firm, solid cell phone coverage, ladies and gentlemen. For years, mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we think that you should not support them. You think We think that you should be able to support your values and also have stable cell phone connections. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative wireless provider in the country that offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service without the woke propaganda being pushed by leftists. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military, veterans, first responders, and you support this show. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny today. PatriotMobile.com slash Benny for free activation today with the offer code Benny. Okay, so what are the Republicans about to do to Hillary Clinton? Let's jump in here to this article. Thank you for sticking with me with all that background. We like to do our research on this program so that we can talk to you authoritatively and intelligently about these issues. The FBI had at least four criminal investigations into Hillary and Bill Clinton that were ultimately shut down in the months before the presidential election in order to help protect their own asses. A new Justice Department report reveals Republicans want to reopen the probes. 
A long-awaited report by Special Counsel John Durham, released on Monday, shows the FBI began investigating claims in 2014 well-placed confidential source that two foreign governments were trying to make a legal campaign contribution to Hillary Clinton campaigned. What do you think would have happened, ladies and gentlemen, if this was Donald Trump? One is Florida Republican Representative Matt Gates, who sits in the House Judiciary Committee, uh, who's demanding now that they open up a new probe into the FBI involving them letting the Clintons go. Durham has found these revelations and has given Republicans a roadmap. The Clintons had a team of people at the FBI running interference for them to avoid criminal culpability, Gates said to the Daily Mail. These matters are absolutely warranting of additional exposure and review. Former Republican Congressman, ex-House Oversight Committee Jason Chavitz, expressed similar statements saying the FBI did not complete the job. Probes into the Clinton must be reopened, he said, from his seat now at Fox News, which is where I see him mostly. I don't know if he's doing other stuff. They had they had the scent. They were on the trail. They shut it down by the higher-ups who had obviously a political desire to see Donald Trump lose and Hillary Clinton win. It's disgusting, really. Absolutely, these investigations should be revisited. There are no reason why Congress can't have a series of hearings with the field agents who were pursuing the Clinton Foundation and interviews as well. Bombshell new information about the FBI's Clinton probes were disclosed in special counsel's 361-page report to Attorney General Merrick Garland. The report compared the FBI and the Justice Department's voracious investigations into the Trump campaign versus the Clinton campaign. Durham reviewed a January 2016 report by the Clinton Foundation by a Little Rock field office. Again, this is a FBI office in Arkansas, a blood-dark Deep red state run by Sarah Huckabee Sanders with Republican district attorneys. You can reopen this right now. Do it. Durham found that there's large monetary contributions were made to the nonprofit under both direct and indirect control of the federal public official in exchange for favorable government action or influence. What does that sound like? It's exactly what they got the Bidens for. This is why they can't let the Biden, this is why they can't let this become a scandal. The Biden's influence peddling. Because what it does is it indicts the entire industry. Obama, Clinton, the rest of them. Everyone who's in charge of the Democrat Party, there are two pillars in the Democrat Party. One is the Obama pillar and one is the Clinton pillar. And both of them are guilty of this. And Joe Biden is just like the, you know, the, the court jester, uh, lobotomized uh, clown who like fiddles around at the bottom of those pillars doing this like the stupidest possible way. Obama and Clinton were more sophisticated about it. But nonetheless, the FBI turned away an investigation into Clinton, tiptoeing around it, says the Durham report. The agents in the Washington field office also opened a preliminary probe into the Clintons because of the case agent warranted to determine if he could develop additional information to corroborate the allegations in a book called Clinton Cash by Peter Schweitzer. Among the Clinton's murky foreign entanglements scrutinized by Schweitzer's book was a 2010 deal that gave Russian government control over huge swaths of U.S. uranium production, including 38,000 acres from four Western states. Got it? A Russian-controlled company built up 51% controlling interest in a Canadian firm, Uranium One, between 2009 and 2013. The deal approved by powerful U.S. government committees in which Hillary Clinton sat and presided over as Secretary of State. You see, Hillary Clinton was not in it for America. She wasn't in it for the betterment of the global 
a community, she was in it for herself. Given everything that we know right now, do you think that it is smart that the Russians, as they point every nuclear-tipped missile they have in the direction of America, is in control of all of our uranium? Do you think that's a smart thing? I hope somebody asks her, finds the temerity to ask Hillary Clinton about this someday. Over the same period, Uranium One's chairman, Ian Teller, used his family foundation to make millions of dollars in donations to the Clinton Foundation, according to the New York Times. The gifts were not disclosed despite an agreement Hillary signed before joining the Obama administration to identify all donors. In 2010, the same month, Russian energy firm Rostam struck a deal to buy 51% of Uranium One. Bill Clinton was paid $500,000 to go to Moscow to speak at a conference. Conference funded by this Russian uranium dealer. The deal was one of several cases highlighted in Schweitzer's book involving rich Clinton Foundation megadonors and foreign governments interested in Hillary's uh, discussions as Secretary of State and favors that she could get. Wall Street Journal reported on February 2015 identified United Arab Emirates, Saudi, Oman, Australia, Germany, and the Canadian government's agency promoting the Keystone XL pipeline and donors to the foundation. $250 million endowment campaign noted that Hillary stopped raising money from foreign governments after she became secretary. At the time, Clinton issued uh, strong details of impropriety. Anyone who's ever produced a shred of evidence supporting the theory that Hillary Clinton ever took action as Secretary of State to support the interests of donors in the Clinton Foundation um, is false. To suggest the State Department under Secretary Clinton exerted undue influence the U.S. government's review of the sale of uranium money is baseless. Does this sound familiar? Does this sound like exactly what is pushed by the Biden shills every single day? This article goes on and on and on, detailing all of the work that the FBI was supposed to do, but didn't do. Now, why exactly would that be? Well, because the FBI's sole role is to protect institutional power. Again, it is not justice in America. It is the protection of institutional power, as evidenced by our revelations from yesterday. Inside of a government weaponization committee run by Jim Jordan, you can see that the FBI was clearly protecting itself in the real uncomfortable questions that could be asked about January 6th. What are those uncomfortable questions? Well, how many FBI agents were in the crowd during January 6th? FBI concerned January 6th footage would expose undercover agents, informants, whistleblowers. Elon Musk weighs in. My God. So Matt Gates uh, is hitting again, right at the very heart of the issue, saying that Christopher Wray lied when he told Congress that there were no FBI informants in the audience and that the FBI had nothing to do with the instigation of January 6th. Go. And Mr. Allen, is it your belief that you were retaliated against because you shared an email that questioned the truthfulness of FBI Director Christopher Wray? Yes, sir. And you believed that he wasn't truthful based on testimony he'd given to the United States Senate, isn't that right? Yes, sir. And in that testimony to the Senate, you believe that Christopher Wray indicated that there were no confidential informants and no uh, FBI assets that were present at the Capitol on January 6th that were part of the violent riot. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. So Christopher Wray spoke before Congress and said that the FBI had nothing to do with January 6th. 
Now, we can prove that to be demonstrably false in three different ways, okay? And we're going to count the three different ways, all right? I'm going to show you footage of one of them. I'm going to actually show you footage of all three. One, there's an FBI informant that spoke yesterday before Congress and correction. Go back and correct myself there from 10 seconds ago. Not an FBI informant. FBI agent who the FBI was pushing to prosecute J6ers. This FBI agent said that the FBI refused to give him the evidence because it contained so much information about undercover, confidential human informants and FBI agents in the crowd, agitating the crowd and pushing during January 6th for the instigation of the riot. This FBI agent, who is now turned whistleblower, had this to say before Congress. And I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us that? Give us access to the 11,000 hours of video that's, that's available. Because there may be, maybe, UCs, undercover officers, or CHS's confidential human for confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need to protect. So, Mr. Allen, you got retaliated against for the very thing, for saying the very thing that the Washington field office was telling Boston when the Boston field office was saying, we're not going to go and investigate people that just showed up at a rally without sufficient criminal predicate. Uh, the, the Washington field office told Boston, well, you know what, we can't give you the evidence because it might disclose the very CIs and UCs that you are concerned about. But that doesn't surprise you, Mr. O'Boyle, does it? No, sir. And the reason it doesn't surprise you is that in a different part of the country, you saw that same pressure from the Washington field office. So it's actually not hard to follow the logic here. This was a very complex and long. It lasted all day. This hearing with the three FBI whistleblowers, the fact that nobody covered it in the corporate press tells you exactly that they are over the target. What is that target? Well, the target is, of course, the weaponization of the FBI, and there was a lot to be said about it. However, the FBI on January 6th is a topic that this show is particularly concerned about. Now, we know that when the FBI says that they had no undercover informants and no uh, contribution to January 6th, they're lying. They're lying, one, because their own agents say they're lying. Two, because they say they're lying, because they can't give up evidence because it has so many confidential human sources in it. Three, because the actual tape says they're lying. Like footage here from undercover officers that was made public when a judge in Kansas ordered it be made public because he said, yo, to one of the J6ers, uh, you're, you have to go free because you were entrapped. Watch. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Go, go. Let's go. Go. Help them up. Help them up. Help them up. Hold on, wait. Push them up. Push them up. Help him up, help him up, push him up, push him up. Who's the person talking there? Well, oh, it's the police officer, actually. The police officer, who's part of the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C., who is helping these people enter the U.S. Capitol, and what do they charge 99% of January 6ers with? Trespassing. Trespassing during a riot. Disruption of an official proceeding. 
So the entering, the effective pushing of people into the Capitol is actually committing a crime. That's what they were doing. They were entrapping these individuals. And that's why judges are now throwing out J6 cases. I'm not saying that that's what happened. The vast majority of them, unfortunately, are leading to people doing time or pleading guilty or pleading out because they have bad lawyers. But judges are literally throwing out cases now because footage is coming out of these people being entrapped. Final piece of evidence I have for you. Christopher Ray being dragged before Congress and being asked about confidential human sources dressed as MAGA supporters inside the Capitol building, preparing and waiting for the actual riot. This is wild. This is something that we thought Tucker would cover. We still have to get to the bottom of it. Watch. Does it does the FBI have confidential human sources? Uh, did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded within the January 6th protesters on January 6th of 2021. Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. Even are, now, because that's what you I, told us two years finish? ago. May I finish? Uh, about when we do and do not and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, but to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being open? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people no? We did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my decision uh, not to share information. Director Ray, confidential gentlemen's human time has expired. Oh, Director Ray, stop talking, stop talking. Oh, my God. Oh, stop talking. Can we strike that from the record? This is what happens when Democrats run committees. This is during the transition period. We need to get Director Ray once more before Congress. I want to hear Matt Gates question him now based on everything that we know. We know that he's lying. Julie Kelly tells us that he's lying. Julie Kelly, one of the best reporters on this, said that there were 40 undercover informants at least, according to the court filings, 40 at least. They were behaving criminally. We know this. They were encouraging crimes. We know this. They were instigating people to ruin their lives. That is why we call it the Fed Surrection on this channel. And you know who else is calling it the Fed Surrection? Richest man in the world, Elon Musk. Yesterday, Elon Musk saying uh, the FBI won't release January 6th surveillance video because it would show how many undercover government agents and informants there were in the audience. This is insane. How many were there? I mean, just approximately. Elon Musk has had a very, very savage uh, reaction to the January 6th footage. I don't know if we actually have this clip. It is hilarious and it's very funny. It's a meme essentially of like people kindly and, 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 and calmly walking through the Capitol uh, abiding by the barriers, abiding by the velvet ropes, and so on. Elon Musk has also tweeted that the public was totally and completely misled uh, during January 6th in response to Tucker Carlson's bombshell reporting, which, of course, uh, has been, good Lord, 83,000, 83,000 retweets there, 250,000 likes. Good for you, Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is such an important topic. Obviously, this the 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 country hangs in the balance. 
You hear that a lot. I'm not going to apologize for repeating it. I think that every generation, the country hangs in the balance. I think the country hung in the balance during the Revolutionary War and during the Civil War, that it hung in the balance during world wars and during great upheavals inside of our society. And I think it equally hangs in the balance today. We've always had to fight for America. We've always had to fight for our freedoms in this country. And that fight uh, always happens on the local level first. It's why I moved my family to Florida. It's why we are broadcasting from the free state of Florida right now. It's why we are. I'm going to defend and vote in my local elections, and I need you to do the same. The process of democracy is a direct one. You must be directly involved in the things that make a valuable life for you and your family locally first. We have an outsized view of our country, which was never designed to be run by a federal government. It was designed to be run locally. Federal government actually has been neutered completely uh emasculated got his balls chopped off by our by our founding fathers for a reason because we weren't supposed to have an FBI we weren't supposed to have an FBI we weren't supposed to have a police force run by the president we were supposed to have local police forces that you knew and that you could trust and sheriffs that you could elect and people that you could elect and send them to your state houses to represent you that's why we're proud to welcome to the program a actual family connection to our program, Ryan Chamberlain. We are proud to actually welcome him to the show for the first time as an elected representative here in the state of Florida after he just won a wonderful battle there in District 24 in Florida. Please welcome to the program, State Representative Chamberlain. How we doing, Representative? Congratulations. Thank you, Benny. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, okay. So we have a family connection here. Let's be, let's, uh, what, 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 what exactly is that? Well, I think you have something in your studio called the Royce Cam. <laughs> and the Royce Cam often highlights one of my four uh, children. I have four adult sons, and the Royce Cam is there. And I'm in, I'm in my home studio where, I actually have something called the Avery Cam, but he's not here right here. He, he often uh, works here, and I know that they love uh, Benny Johnson. They love what you do. Our whole family. We're, we're a Benny family, so thank you for everything you're all about. So you hear there's a family, there's a fa there's a family production, uh, there's a family company, uh, but we are we believe in what we say, and I'm I'm, I'm so honored that uh, obviously you would run for office. We're honored to support you, even though I don't live in your district. Can you tell me about your race? Can we? Can you tell me about your victory? And can you tell me about why is it is so important for Republicans and for people to get involved in their local communities? Well, and and I'll hit with the 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 last question you ask. I mean, it's extremely important, and I think your viewers obviously know that uh, from listening to what's going on with all of the, the what we've been listening on your show today. M much of this nonsense is coming from elected people that were elected, right? It it it. So we've got to be able to trust the people that we elect, and the entire process really depends on it to have a great country, and and that's what we're we're wanting to keep rolling here in Florida. Obviously, we believe Florida is a great state. We believe it can set an example for the rest of the country, but we've got to keep the right kind of people 
elected. Now, as far as uh, a campaign goes, you asked a little bit about the campaign, tell you a little bit about the area. I live in, in central Florida, about an hour north of Orlando, an area called Ocala near the villages, and I'll be re representing a district up here, District 24. But, you know, campaigns can be tough. I mean, we're coming up on a 2024 cycle. It's already tough and it hadn't even, the 2024 cycle has already begun. You're, you're going to be covering it intensely. You know, since this is a family show, I'll tell you a family story. It, it kind of reminds me of the time my wife, uh, campaigning that is, reminds me of the time my wife asked me to go with her when she was getting a manicure and I'm sitting over there minding my own business. And my wife and uh, the young lady that next to her, they're kind of pointing at me and laughing and pointing at my eyes. And I'm thinking my wife's wanting, you know, somebody to come trim my eyebrows or something like that. Well, they ushered me over into a section. And before I know it, they're putting wax right here on my eye. And, you know, that dries. And then they put this little cloth on my eye. And, you know, I kind of could sense what was happening. They were about to yank hair out of my eye. And this kind of felt like what the primary that I just went through felt like. You know, when you have a contested primary, you, you know something's going on. You know, there's a, in this case, my wife was conspiring to uh, get some hair out of my eye, but also laughed at me in the process. Well, the lady proceeded to yank the one eye. I thought my eyeball was coming out of my, my eye socket, Benny. And, and then it was over. You know, it started to feel better a few minutes later, but it was just an intense moment. Well, that was the primary, and here's the bad news. I knew I had another eye. Now I knew what to expect. I knew the pain that was coming, and I had to enter, in this case, the general election. And that's what we're going through. When we're watching this, we're, we're feeling these candidates are under pressure. They're fighting for what they believe in, and we're fighting for them as, as voters. I'm a voter as well, and so uh, certainly now I'm bracing you know, as they're putting it on the second eye, it's like, I know what's coming. I know what's about to happen, but I knew I'd be okay. And man, was I glad when it was over. And that's kind of the the family story version of what a campaign would be like. There, there's some pain involved, but you know, it's going to be over. You're going to, you, you got to go through with it. You got to get, you can't just leave one eye done. You can't walk around with one eye with no hair on it. Right. So you got to get it fixed. And, and now we're on the other side of that. And so, uh, you know, for your viewers and listeners today, I would say jump in, be a part of the solution. I'm excited to be a part of the solution here in Florida. I'm excited to represent the values that I know your show represents day in and day out. And we've got to we got to go fight. We can't let the left do what the left has been doing uncontested for so many decades. I mean, it, it is being contested now. We're, we're reversing some trends and super proud to going to be able to work with Governor Ron DeSantis. I think he's a great governor. He's doing great things. Um, you know, and we got to keep moving this uh, ball down the field. So the end of gender mutilation uh, for children, the uh, concealed carry. Uh, now you have in you have you have concealed is a concealed carry state. You have the uh, heartbeat bill that was passed, pretty pretty based run that Ron DeSantis is on here in the state of Florida. Uh, how are you going to help the governor? Well, I, you know, I see him. I see him still, still fighting. I mean, even now after the session, he's still, you know, going after th things that need to be gone after. And we've got we got an aggressive couple of years coming up. But you know, let, let's throw Disney out here because he's he's coming off some battles with them. This is where privilege and what was a privilege at one time, and this is what I what I like about Governor Ron DeSantis. People that, you know, often are given privileges over time, they begin to feel like they're entitled, like we owe them 
what was given to them. And, and they began to abuse that entitlement. Disney, to me, falls in this category. They feel like what was a privilege at one time now, they're entitled to have it. They're entitled almost for the government to fund wokeism. And Governor Ron DeSantis is fighting against that. So you asked me what I would do to help. I want to get in there and help fight. I think we need more than just one. We need many, and we do have many. But we've got to reverse this trend because, hey, they're after our children. We know that. It's obvious. They're not even hiding it anymore. Uh, they haven't for the last few years, and it's getting more and more blatant and more and more aggressive. So that's what I like about Governor DeSantis. He's a fighter, and it's it's uh, always a great feeling to feel like you're you're jumping in the ring with somebody that's out there leading by example. Yeah, well, you've done a damn good job raising your kids, man. I got to tell you, Royce over here. Royce, back on camera. Goodness gracious. He's trying to get away. Rolls Roy the Rolls Royce cam... The Rolls-Royce cam, ladies and gentlemen, trust me, we have big plans on this show. We're a family show. We're going we're gonna to create a family here. We got Rolls-Royce. Y'all know him. You know ALX. You know Danny pops on here every once in a while. It was a family show. And uh, Ryan, your uh, sons are great creators and great patriots and obviously uh, 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 completely integrated into everything that we're doing here. And we're thankful the audience loves uh, Rolls Royce. I don't. Do you even have a microphone that works? Can you even talk? He doesn't have. He doesn't have a microphone that works. Talk uh, like this. Okay. All right. Well, he doesn't have a microphone at the time. Let me tell you what. This is what good fatherhood looks like. Thank you, sir, so much. We are honored to have you represent uh, this state in the state capital. Godspeed. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a family show. We want you to know that. We want you to know that, like, what we say and what we do in 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 this life, uh, what we say and what we do on this program, uh, this is something that we like really believe, and we show it as hard as we can, right? Like, like Royce's dad is ran for office. One, we talk about being responsible on a local level. We 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 want that. We talk about good fatherhood. We want that. We want to raise good sons. We want to raise noble daughters and patriotic children. We actually believe that. Like, unlike a lot of frauds in this industry, and I'm talking about the conservative media tacosphere, a lot of greedy frauds who actually do not believe what they tell you, who are telling you things in order to uh, get rich and then going and living a life that is antithetical to what they say and the values that they preach. Well, not calling out anyone by name, and I probably never will. But, ladies and gentlemen, like, walk the walk. Talk the talk. The truth shall set you free. And that's why we end the show every single day with truth. From Romans 15.4. For whatever was written in former days was written with our instruction. For though endurance and through encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. That's all we ever want. We want to do Good News Friday. We want to give you hope. That's why we try our hardest to look through the blackness of sometimes the new news media cycle and to give hope on this show, to give like a sense that we're not all lost. That's why the family is so valuable. That's why Royce, his father, like and them, were the Chamberlain family working to save America in their own way. That's why that is so powerful. That's why the term God, that's why the staying God, family, country that we say on the show is so true. And is it actually how you save this place? It's pretty simple. And so we hope that you enter the weekend uplifted. And we say thank you for watching.
My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.